four ordinary guys with extraordinary ideas for Disney parks. This is Main Street Musings. The experimental podcast of tomorrow. Hello and welcome to Main Street Musings, the experimental podcast of tomorrow. This is part two of our New Year's special where we create a third Anaheim Disney Park. How y'all doing today? I'm good. I'm doing all right. I'm so excited to have our first two-parter, baby. Two parts? Sequel. The sequel is always better than the first. I think Home Alone 2 taught us that. (laughs) Yes. Home Alone 2 stars Eric's favorite actor. Donald John Trump. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah, okay, okay. Uh, 45 aside, it's a great movie. Uh, But yeah, so this is part two of our Third Gate Anaheim extravaganza. Thank you for tuning into part two. And make sure you've listened to part one first. Otherwise, this might be a little confusing. Yeah, we're not explaining this again. So go listen to part one if you need an explanation. Agreed. Well, last time we hit up the, the Gabbard boys. Hey, that's me. Had their pitches. That's also uh, me. Yes. They were fantastic. We had uh, a really good time talking about them. Yes. They will be up as part of the Twitter poll for all of you to vote on for us to dive further into one of these at a later date. But that is right. You guys have all of the power in terms of whose part gets voted for and what we will dive into later. So thank you. For your patronage, give us a five-star review, like us on all of our social media, and all of that good jazz. So, I guess it's time. You feeling good, T? I'm feeling good. I'm feeling real good. Who's going to be going first today, boys? Uh, I think it's going to be me. All right. So, Eric, why don't you tell us about your park? (laughs) Yes, so it is uh, Disney's Waters of the World. So it takes some inspiration from the fact that Anaheim does not have its own specific water park. I know Florida does. It has like a specifically like everything's like a water slide. And I'm not sure. It has two. What are the two of them? They have Blizzard Beach, which is themed to winter and a ski resort. But everything is melting. And then they also have Typhoon Lagoon, which is themed to like post-hurricane jungle area. Cool. So it is a hybrid water park slash sort of traditional amusement park in that there will be water slide style attractions. There will be some kind of like wave pool, but it will also have sort of traditional rides, but everything will be themed towards water. So I think it'll be cool. It's sort of a spoke and wheels thing. I've had some ideas. I've gone back and forth about it. What I really want to have happen, again, this is, you know, an, an Anaheim Third Gate, the imaginations are going wild, right? Mm -hmm. Uh, This isn't a park that can never exist. We don't know how it's built exactly. You know, but I I also wanted to have some semblance of feasibility despite my penchant for not uh, taking that into consideration. (laughs) One of the things that I really want to have happen would be like the the main entrance way out onto everything being sort of above the park itself and like we're led down into sort of like a winding, like circular kind of path, uh, either like people mover, like with escalators and stuff like that, or just like a walkable path that sort of outshoots these different lands. I want it to feel very flowy and circular and 
like things are constantly moving like water, right? Mm-hmm. In its layout and its design. Now I have four lands currently. They're themed. So part of the idea of like naming it Waters of the World is that we can kind of hit on, similar to Brock's idea, we're hitting on parts of like the real world that are fleshing out and combining with Disney IP. Mm-hmm. So we have the Great Reef, which is sort of like a mix of Australia and uh, Atlantis for, or well, yeah, the I was thinking Little Mermaid specific Atlantis for that one. That would be kind of our entrance into it would be like uh, Triton's throne room combined with the Great Barrier Reef. And there I have an idea for like a, a, a reef themed, like almost snorkeling adventure where you could build out with Disney budgets, sort of like a, a nice recreation of the Great Barrier Reef and do a little wave pooling and uh, snorkeling there, which would be cool. Yeah. I also think that's a great place for Jake's Finding Nemo ride. Oh, the roller coaster? Yeah, the roller coaster. Oh, yeah, sweet. It's Australia. We're hanging out at the EAC. It's a good place to, to throw that and kind of meets our like hybrid expectation of what's going on there. And then uh, a Little Mermaid show would be kind of like the third capper there. Moving on from the Great Reef Australia into what I'm referring to as the Eternal Valley. This is one that I've struggled to match the Disney IP with because I want to make it feel like Central Africa. Because the the main attraction there would be a great or a Victoria Falls themed water slide that takes us down into. Obviously, people don't have to take it, but like it's one of those. Like, entrance is up top. If you take the water slide down, you're entering, like, a new part of the land or a new land or whatever. Uh, make it feel like you're really going down, like it falls into a new a new thing. Obviously, Lion King exists in that kind of central Saharan thing, but, like... If you look at Lion King one and a half, there's actually a, a big scene that takes place that revolves around a waterfall when Timon and Pumbaa find their new Hakuna Matata, where they want to live, so... Oh, oh yeah. That's a whole scene where they like accidentally go down the waterfall and then it leads them to this like beautiful valley where the little oasis where they make home. So that that would be cool. Yeah, that could definitely be a tie in there. Yeah. So we, I love that. We can take a closer look at that later as well. Mm-hmm. And then so we move on from the Eternal Valley to a South America theme called the Forest of Storms. Ooh. So I'm struggling a little bit. I, I, I want both a traditional river rafting experience and like a, a, a rapid style ride, kind of like Grizzly Falls or whatever mm-hmm. in DCA. And I want like a jungle cruise style adventure. I feel like this uh, rainforest one is good for the rapids. Maybe it's a hybrid ride. Maybe it's a rapid slash jungle cruise adventure because I want to take time to highlight some conservation yeah. focused things to go on with south america i feel like this is really one of the things i liked about this idea in general is we've talked in separate episodes about the lack of representation of australia and south america and things like epcot or the animal kingdom Mm -hmm. and because they're left out of the animal kingdom we get a chance to talk about the conservation aspects of them here so and then my fourth i have the crystal peaks which is a glacial arctic pole themed thing i'm really tried not to get frozen in there but well, what can you do? <laughs> so one of the things that I thought might be a cool way to integrate Frozen in a non-stupid way mm-hmm. into this is have something, either a show or a ride or something, where Elsa's guiding us through. And again, it's sort of conservation themed. And we can talk about like the glaciers melting. And she's attempting to use her magic powers to fix everything. Mm-hmm. And 
can't. And then it's all like, oh, no, you, you in the audience, you're the one with the power to change what's going on here, right? And she puts on her her little park ranger hat. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) (laughs) Only you can prevent glacial melting. I don't know. That's just something that I that I thought. But like again, the idea here is bringing awareness to what's going on. Us talking about like the Disney thing and how well they're doing at Animal Kingdom with bringing conservation as a big part of of what they're doing there. I'm like, this is a subject that they could that we could do something about and, and figure out use the power of Disney's capitalist giant to maybe. <laughs> Bring some awareness. And some- it wouldn't be an episode of the pod if Eric didn't say the word capitalist at some point. <laughs> I was going yep. to say for those uh, playing the drinking game that we discussed last episode, uh, I think Eric mentioning capitalism would have to be. <laughs> oh, that reminds me. Speaking of drinking game, uh, said people who had the drinking game reminded me of what the other word was. Remember, I couldn't remember. Uh, it is iconic. Ah. Uh. Yes. Wow. Iconic. So iconic and aesthetic and gamify. And (laughs) I think there was another one. But yeah. So rack up those points, people. (laughs) And capitalism. Wait, we haven't compared Disney to Detroit in a while. (laughs) We could try to work that in. (laughs) That's true. That's true. Uh, I have a couple of things I want to talk about. The first one is... Um, I love your different lands. They're really cool. I'm yes. not in love with the name Eternal Valley. Sure. Yeah, that was a hard one to name. Just because valley, you know, implies land and the rest of the park is so devoted to water. To yep. be fair, I loved the name Eternal Valley, but it just, you Brock's right, it doesn't really fit into yeah. water. But Eternal Valley is yeah. a really cool name. I think it's <laughs> a pretty easy fix because it's the Nile, right? It's yeah. You could, it's the Eternal River. Like, that is what the Nile is. I like that a lot. Yeah, it was, the Eternal Valley was meant to evoke the Mesopotamic kind of Nile River Valley. Yeah. But I like the Eternal River better. That also gives us, I think, a cool quick in to make the Nile maybe our Jungle Cruise style ride. Yes. And talk about there. So we have like the, the Nile Jungle Cruise. And then we have, like, the Amazon more rapid-y thing. So are you thinking now those would be two separate rides? A Jungle Cruise-type ride and a Rapids-type ride? Jake, you know me too well because I would be the kind of guy that would be like, no, combine them, and then you're taking it from one land to another. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's why I was asking. You're taking the Eternal River to the Forest of Storms, and then all of a sudden it's very (laughs) rapid-y. And we give you no warning to, like, cover your backpack or belongings or anything. Uh, It just, like, all of a sudden happens and, like, your iPhone gets ruined. (laughs) Well, because I was thinking it would be interesting to have a Jungle Cruise-type ride, but halfway through... It gets messed up. There's a fork in the river, and it's like, keep right to like continue on the tour, but the boat accidentally goes left, and then it hits all these rapids. Yeah, I, I think that would be cool. I want to go with my it's part of both lands thing. I kind of like That's that. That's fun. The other thing is, if we're talking about the names of lands, Forest of Storms kind of also gets me in a wrong way, because again, just forest implies so terrarian. I love the land. I love the rainforest because, like, it's also showing water in all of its different forms. Right. But um, 
Yeah. yeah. Like, uh, I like the idea of storms in the name because I want like the uh, aesthetic yeah. drink uh, <laughs> of the land to be very stormy, very like gray, like bursting in color, like a lot of bursts of light to bring colors to things and sort of like almost that Pandora-esque luminescence about things. There's something about that blue-green that screams storm to me that I really like. Yeah. It would be cool to have just like continuous like lightning effects in the distance. Yeah. It's really subtle. Not like scary lightning, but just like you can hear the storm. Like I coming. love the idea of a, a part of the park, and it's something we've never really seen before, but like where you're kind of covered. Like you take the canopy of the trees and actually make it yeah. so like it's almost blocking out the sky I think would be really cool. I do have another question. It's kind of on an unrelated yeah. note. You talk about this as a water park, right? And how Disney World has their two dedicated water parks. Mm -hmm. Is this going to be the kind of park where you should show up wearing a bathing suit? Or is this, you know, your regular kind of park where you just show up in your civvies, but you might get a little wet? I think this is the kind of park that you should bring a bathing suit to, but could get a full day's experience out of not putting one on. Okay. If you so chose. That's a, that, that is an interesting line to, to deal with, right? Like, I don't envision it as a fully dedicated, we're going to the water slide water park, right? right. But, like, having those elements in there feels like something I want to do. And that, I don't know how exactly how to balance that. Well, I think it's more like the idea that you can wear a bathing suit and be, like, that's socially acceptable on, like, some of these rides. Because, like, a lot of places, like, near us, like, I'm thinking of, like, very Michigan-specific Michigan's Adventure, they won't let you go on, like, any of the dry rides in your bathing suit. Right. Because it might be wet. So, like, I feel like things like a River Rapids ride would be much more enjoyable if I was allowed to just wear, like, my bathing suit instead of my clothes and have them ruined. So I think it's, like, that fine line of, like, everything's kind of a splash ride at least. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's one thing that has always bothered me at Michigan Adventure, which I wanted to touch on when we start talking about this anyways. Maybe we can address. There's there's two specific rides at Michigan Adventure that are not in the water park, and they will not let you wear a bathing suit. You have to be fully clothed. And you get, like, (laughs) soaked on these rides. Yes. And it sucks because they're literally telling you, no, too bad. You have to wear your jeans and your underwear and be soaked through to the skin if you want to ride this ride. Deal with it. (laughs) And it has always bothered me. Yeah, that's bad. That's stupid. Yeah. So if there's a way we could avoid having to do that, that would be awesome. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, The only thing that jumps to mind that would be any remotely problematic, I like adding splash elements to everything. If we added, like, a water... You get wet elements of the Finding Nemo coaster. Mm -hmm. We could do that. Or just use waterproof plastic seats for that. Yes. That's what I'm thinking. Like, Like, don't be like, hey, you can't get on a ride if you're wet in our water park. (laughs) Yeah. 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 Absolutely not. This is the kind of place you could go, put on your swimsuit, not take it off, still have a full day's adventure. Okay, cool. This is the kind of go that you could not bring a swimsuit and still have a great time. Um, a wet time. Have, <laughs> a soggy oh, time. Still, your cargo <laughs> yes. shorts might be a little wet and <laughs> it'll look like you peed yourself a little bit, but you'll have had fun. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not talking about any specific Splash Mountain events. <laughs> so something I think I forgot to mention uh, in terms of like the Eternal River or the the 
that sort of the Victoria Falls, like the water slide thing. Uh, There's like a bridge area I wanted between like the forest and the river section Mm -hmm. that was very Atlantis focused. Um, So you'd be going like down underneath through like Atlantean architecture. Some kind of attraction there. Would love to figure out what you guys would think would be cool. Okay. Um, as an Atlantis based thing. And then that's kind of our bridge between the river and going up into the, the storm forest. Cause I, Atlantis needs to be there and this is the perfect fucking place to do it. <laughs> yeah. A flash forward to a future theme park pitch. I know another place that Atlantis might fit very well in someone's <laughs> park that they're going to pitch. <laughs> <laughs> one of the Atlantis themed attractions. If there's more than one, I, I was brought back to the, the submarine adventure that used to be at uh, Disneyland over by Autopia. Still is, I believe. It is still there, but it has been rethemed to Finding Nemo. But it is still there, and it's still the original submarine. Oh, God. Nice. So uncomfortable. <laughs> Wish they would change that a lot. The idea of getting into like an Atlantis submersible and uh, doing like a tour, because it's like a bridge gap area, right? We can tour some some different parts of the world in this like Atlantean submersible in the vein of the old. It would be much more comfortable <laughs> than the submarine. Well, you can even do it the way they do like 20,000 leagues under the sea in like Japan, where it's a more comfortable ride where they don't have to actually get it underwater. They can just like pretend. It looks like it's underwater, yeah. but yeah, it's, it yeah. isn't. I, I've thought about this a little bit because I may have also came up with this idea for an Atlantis <laughs> ride, which means that we're both geniuses. <laughs> Eric, something else that I just wanted to bring up is what if there was a lazy river uh, kind of surrounding oh, it yeah. to, to where you can kind of like travel almost like the train in Disneyland where it would like take you through like show scenes based on these different lands and you could get off at different stops to like transport yourself between the different lands. That is cool. That would be awesome. I adore that. <laughs> I was going to pitch something like that and thought you'd all laugh at me. No, uh, I, thought, I think so that would be so cute you, and Tanner. fun. I love Lazy <laughs> yeah, no, Rivers like- and I love taking them to another part of the park. There's a great Lazy River at Blizzard Beach that kind of does that. It's not like announced, but like it's a good way just to get to a different part of the park without walking. You're in an inner tube yeah. floating yeah. on the stream. I like the Lazy River thing too. I feel like there's not enough yet in the park and we can figure that out maybe later or whatever that quite is on the water park side of things Mm -hmm. there's a lot of like this is a park about water that but like so far you know there's a water slide and like a snorkeling thing i think having something like a specific lazy river really hammers home that kind of idea yeah a, a lazy river is kind of like an iconic part of a water park uh, an esthetician's dream <laughs> i feel like uh victoria falls is kind of a perfect place for a water slide yeah yeah uh, that was part of my original pitch park i highly recommend you check out <laughs> that scene from uh lion king one and a half just to see what i'm talking about where they like go down the waterfall or we could do the uh we could even put it in the australia section and have the waterfall from the uh rescuers down under Ooh, yeah. there you go and be be saved by marahute as we're falling yeah i think there's plenty of spots for like different uh 
water slides too if we're like well there's not enough water attraction yeah, yeah like uh, on a glacier or whatever i think is great i don't even necessarily see any non i see like maybe a show up in the glacial area not frozen not sure how to do that but really don't want that well here's my thing i don't mind frozen being in a part of the park where it like belongs i don't either <laughs> yeah i don't either like and i like I definitely the movies want, like sven <laughs> Yeah, I don't want Sven and Kristoff to be like part like part narrators of your journey through that, but like specifically like Elsa let it go stuff. I want to avoid. Well, yeah. Elsa stuff would be good for that ride you described. But so I think this is a great place to incorporate those characters though, because it's an actual land where it like makes sense to be like, oh yeah, yeah, the actual like snow capped glacier areas where we should probably put our frozen stuff instead of everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, instead of literally everywhere. Yeah. The only thing they force um, into more places than Frozen is Star Wars. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. Don't even get me started on that. <laughs> Which, speaking of, what if instead of the Crystal Peaks, it was a uh, Hoth? <laughs> <laughs> I'm thinking if, we're tr- if we want to add more water park type attractions, maybe we should like brainstorm what those would be. Because we have a lot of hybrid attractions at the moment right now we've added the lazy river which is more of a water park attraction maybe a waterfall victoria falls slide you mentioned a wave pool right yeah the wave pool i feel like would be in the great reef section Mm -hmm. maybe i don't know maybe the wave pools in the glacial and then like the surfing surfing simulator that they have at a lot of places uh where you can put a surfboard down onto like a simulated yeah yeah i know what you're talking about would be a, a, a good addition to, like, the Australia section. Yeah. Yeah, and then that uh, snorkeling thing that you talked about is really great as an yeah. idea. They have something kind of like that in uh, Typhoon Lagoon. I think it's gone now. Yeah. It was neat. I did it once where you get to snorkel with sharks and stuff. You swim yeah. across the top, and there's all kinds of actual sharks and stingrays and actual live fish. Yeah. But, yeah, if I'm not mistaken, they, they shut it down a few years ago. Yeah, so bringing something like that there would be cool. I really want a full log flume, too, with, like, multiple, we're getting wet, boys, kind of splashes. Mm-hmm. And I I want to put that in the, the rainforest section, but I want to, I don't know what IP to attach to it. How about Song of the South? <laughs> <laughs> Song of the South America. <laughs> well, here's the thing everyone here might be forgetting, is that in our log flume episode, a certain someone pitched a log flume based on a South American IP. I seem to remember that it didn't get any votes. That's the main thing I remember. Yeah. Well, <laughs> yeah. it could... That doesn't matter. I remember Sarah, that... Can you believe that Brock has the audacity park? to insist that you put a Emperor's New Groove ride in your park? <laughs> yeah, Brock, it's not that we didn't think of it. We just have a little bit, a sliver of respect for our friend Eric to not bring up uh, an Emperor's New Groove ride in his own park. I guess I don't. So uh, here's the thing. Thank you, Jake and Tanner, for respecting me. Uh, also, Brock, I think this is a good place for it. Thank you, Eric. You mean in a fictional park that will never be built? That's where you think it's the best place <laughs> yes. to keep Emperor's New Groove attractions? <laughs> Shh. Let him have this. 
It's a good movie, damn it. It is. I, it's one of my favorites. <laughs> what I like about it is it gives us a chance to like build in some of the Mayan and Aztec architecture into the rainforest part. Because I really want like a sort of dual feel to everything. Like there's like Atlantean architecture mixed with like mid African sunsets and waterfalls and things like that. And mm-hmm. bringing in like the Mayan into this lightning, really blue green, colorful, stormy area. Yeah. Combined with like a Mayan or Aztec and architecture. Yeah. Would be super cool. And that would be a way like putting the emperor's new groove ride as much as it may chagrin me, uh, <laughs> is a really good way of integrating that and making it more fleshed yeah. out. So I like it. Cool. I really like where we're at. I think we've sort of hit on all the things I wanted to talk about and have done a good job of covering the bases as an initial yeah. thought. I love your park, Eric. It's a cool park. Yeah, it's really I, fun. I would I would love to go to this park. Thank you guys. I really appreciate it. All right. T you ready? Yes. Tell us about your marvelous park. Are we going to give me a bit of a segue? That was it. <laughs> that was your segue. <laughs> okay. All right. So I guess it's my turn to talk about my park. So what I'm pitching for Disney's third gate is Disney's Elemental Empire. Ooh. So this would be a hub and spoke design with a twist. And we'll get to that in a little bit. You know what else is a hub and spoke design? The city of Detroit. It really is. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. You start at Campus Martius and you just work your way out. <laughs> Sorry, I had to work it in. Go ahead. <laughs> so in the center of the park, I am picturing a giant stone castle that incorporates all of the elements into it. So I want to have Ooh. like fire bursting from towers I want to have like molten rock where like water and fire meet and creating different things. So like parts of the castle are glowing with this molten rock. I want to have like rivers circling through the castle into a moat. I want to project like air elementals onto it. And that's what, and then like have Ivy coming up, wrapping around all these stones. And that's my idea for like the center of the park. Oh, that'd be so cool. And I know a cool way to, do that but we'll talk more about it in a bit awesome and then inside there it will be host to like our big i'm picturing almost like a phantasmic level show all centered around the mythos delved into in frozen 2 okay about the different air spirits and elementals and it'll be a show incorporating live actors and puppetry and special effects kind of exploring the legends of these four now with Elsa five elemental spirits all around doing cool tricks with fire and earth and water like simulating somehow like that horse appearing out of water I think would be super amazing to see live yeah plus it would be awesome to see the little fire spirit guy whose name I can never remember yes (laughs) and I think you could get like a really cool Olaf animatronic in there and stuff so I thought that was kind of like my idea for like the center of the park So then you'd go off to the water section. Uh, I was picturing, as we may have mentioned, Eric also came up with this idea, a dark ride in the style of the 20,000 Leagues Under the Sea ride (laughs) themed to exploring the lost city of Atlantis. I wanted to have like an underwater dining experience, seafood restaurant in there, 
and like a seahorse carousel, like with projection mapping on it, though. So it feels like you're actually underwater riding on oh, a seahorse cool. instead of a normal horse. Yeah. Or some of the ideas I had for that section, I'm definitely okay changing out any of these in any of the parks with other ideas or adding to them. Can I interject real quick? I have a question. Yeah. So the dining under the sea, would that be kind of like the sea's restaurant that exists? Or would it be more like dining in the Nautilus walkthrough at Disneyland Paris? It's going to function like an aquarium, but I want it to be more themed like, yeah, we're in a boat underwater, like in a submarine So it's kind of like a combination between the two. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, cool. I like it. All right, sorry. Go ahead. Oh, no, that's totally fine. And then in the fire section... I had ideas for like uh, maybe like a Moana ride where you're escaping Taka with like all the lava flying around at you and stuff like that in like a restaurant where they cook everything over open fire that I was looking up and I know they do where they like cook all of your like meat and stuff in front of you on these big giant open flame fire pits and stuff. So doing something like that would be really cool and incorporating it and then like a fire dancing show. That'd be neat. And like a Maleficent dark ride coaster slash ride where you have to escape the dragon with like kind of mixing it up with like these green flames everywhere and stuff I thought would be fun. Yeah. And then in Earth, I did not have a ton of stuff right now. I had like the idea for like a mining ride, maybe not incorporating the seven dwarves just because we already have the mine train ride. Mm -hmm. And also like a like fossil or gem discovery like dig site for like little kids like a play area with like slides and stuff all themed to like digging that up and then the twist that i promised would be coming is that the air land would be a little platforms all above the others so they'd be in the sky because i love that idea when eric pitched the carousel in the sky i believe in our tomorrowland new ip ride yeah, I think that was in Tomorrowland episode. Yeah, so I loved the just imagery of like this floating sky thing. So I decided to borrow slash steal that from him. I love the idea of like a Zephyr flying around ride. <laughs> yeah. And like maybe That's incorporating cool. something with like Treasure Planet and the floating ships or like a new Peter Pan flying ride. Of some sort were the things yeah. that I thought maybe we could do there, but I didn't have a ton of ideas for. Mm-hmm. But that's kind of where I'm at. And I wanted those like platforms connected by like bridges with like glass that has like etchings of like wind movement. So it almost looks like the bridge is like blowing. Yeah, that would be cool. It. Weird thing about the air is you talked about the Zephyr and like, yeah, you could easily simulate that, of course, as a ride. Mm hmm. I don't know what would be more cost effective, but that's totally plausible. The only reason we don't have lighter than aircraft is the Hindenburg. But even at this <laughs> point in history, it would be safe. So I don't know. Maybe you could literally do that. Well, I mean, if we if we really want to delve into logistics here, having a free roaming thing not on a track that is flown around the park gets a little difficult. Right, because then it, if there was a problem, yeah. it would crash and kill <laughs> I mean, so there, many there's people. a reason that the Mark, <laughs> even the Mark Twain, that big riverboat, even that is actually on a track. 
you know. I forgot about that. Yeah, so <laughs> so maybe no on that one. Yeah, no, I I think Jake is right. I think no. All right, I, I mean love we where could your head we, is at, if, though, but if we did do a Zephyr like that, could we name it the Icarus? <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> I also, like, you know, really like the idea if there's like a monorail or train type system to keep that suspended a little up in the air and have that be part of like the, the air element experience. Well, you know, like they have the Disney Skyliners now, which are essentially just like a big chairlift type thing. What if we made them look like little Zephyrs? You know, oh, like yeah, they look yeah, like that works. Yeah. And that would also be a good way to get two different parts of the park. You yeah. could do that as literally a travel right. system. Oh, what if it was if it was more like a train where there's a set track but they're suspended from above like the like the sky rail. But you know, it, it's kind of like replaces the Disneyland train where there's stops in each section. Yeah. That'd be really fun. I like One that. One thing lot. that just popped into my mind too when you were talking about air. I know we haven't really started diving into things yet, and maybe you had ideas already, but an aesthetic <laughs> thing that I thought of for the air would be uh, mobiles, which I know we had discussed mobiles when we were talking about my park, but I had envisioned just like little mobiles all over your air section with uh, made from like stained glass. So you can mm-hmm. see them like twirling in the breeze and like changing colors as they do. And when the sun hits them, they would be really beautiful to look at. I think that would just be a neat little thing to incorporate. Yeah, I love cool. that. And yeah, we're free to dive in now. It seems like we already have a little bit. Uh, <laughs> if I missed anything, I will let you guys know. No, but do we want to start just in the center with our monument? Yeah, you mentioned something about that, Jake. So when you were talking about the castle and how you would incorporate like the fire and stuff, one of the first things that jumped into my mind was I had just literally yesterday just finally sat down and watched all of the one day in Disney shorts on Disney Plus. Mm which is mm. uh, Disney Plus send us money. <laughs> um, but one of... <laughs> Please, since the government isn't. <laughs> one of the uh, guys that they interview, I can't remember his name, but he does all of the, the brickwork on the castle. He actually makes with like plaster and cement and like hand carves it to make it look realistic. So that made me realize that they do each brick individually. Right. Yeah. Well, one thing I know being into guitars is that it's very popular now for people to make guitars that are partially made out of epoxy. So they're clear and then they'll put LED lights in them and it makes this really cool effect of making it look like parts of the guitars are glowing. So the first thing I thought of was in the bricks of this castle, what if we did veins are like Mm -hmm. cracks of epoxy, but put LEDs in them. So from far away, it looks like the bricks have like cracks in them that are glowing. So you could have like fire cracks glowing inside the brick or ice cracks or water. Oh, it would kind of look like if you see molten lava when there's, it's mostly like black and then there's just those cracks of like glowing flame. That would be really cool. Yeah, I love that. And incorporating like the ice ones too, like you said, I think like almost making it feel like whatever's going on in this castle it's bursting out into right the or like see if you look in, if you look into the cracks on the water bricks you can see like water flowing through the cracks mm-hmm. you know something yeah. like that and you, you could literally have water like pouring out of it too you yeah. could have like fountain type elements Ooh, i'm picturing gargoyles and some of them have water coming out of their mouths and some of them occasionally shoot flame i love that I love that. (laughs) I like them shooting all different kinds of elements, too, Mm -hmm. right? Like the gargoyles are shooting, like, fire or ice (laughs) or, you know, 
there's uh and they're covered with the vines right? yeah the, kind of, i think having animatronic i love the the gargoyles specifically the gargoyles yeah. for some reason i like that so what if there was four main towers on this castle each one corresponding to a land and like pointing yeah. into that land almost and then each mm-hmm. one was themed so you have like that the fire cool. themed one and then each one had its own gargoyle at the top or whatever so you know you have the ice tower but then they all meet in the middle and it kind of twists around and forms like a main tower that is made up of all four of them somehow yes yeah i love that i wanted to like incorporate this also into like the walkways of each land to theme them that way yeah so what if what if those like the pathways kind of match the brick like going away Mm -hmm. from the castle yeah you know i i I see what you're saying yeah that'd be cool like with the cracks in the in the cement Mm -hmm. or whatever yeah, that'd be awesome. Um, to talk about the, uh, we've talked about fire and water and earth in regards to the castle, but I'm thinking for the air tower, you could definitely do some of that Pandora type architecture the way they did the floating islands. So it looks like the tower is broken into bits that are just kind of oh, floating. Oh, that yes. would be neat. And then yeah. Eric, you had a question too. Oh no, it was just more instead of the fifth tower. I think the elemental combination could be like the castle itself. Yeah. And I like the idea of it, like, twisting around, Mm -hmm. right? Like, so it's not just, like, so you have the four towers that are uniquely, individually their element, but, like, the castle itself is almost, like, spiraling between all four of them. Yeah, I agree. I just picture the castle itself as kind of tower-esque. It's got to be tall. It's got to, because it's twisting around. I think it. If it goes a little taller than the rest of the towers, I think that works. Yeah. In order to effectively print the idea that we're talking about, there has to be a lot of use of vertical spacing. Yes. Mm-hmm. The, this has to be a very, very large structure. Mm-hmm. Yes. And that's okay. Well, and if we're doing a phantasmic style show inside yeah, of it. Yeah, it's like hosting this giant show and stuff. I thought, like, it makes sense for the icon to be huge. And I think, like, we're Mm -hmm. really hitting on this. Like, I love the idea of them interacting on there. I want this to feel alive and, like, it's bursting with energy and could honestly just explode with it at any moment. Yeah, I like the idea, uh, if it's going to be, like, a castle, too, of putting actors on the ramparts at all times, too. And they could be, like, elementals of different kinds, and they're trying, like, say we have, like, steam shooting off of, like, the fire section. One's like, oh, no, we have to call it, like, (laughs) there's just, like, constant kinetic energy yes. surrounding that like central area i love the idea of that almost like that the mountain the climbers in uh disneyland yeah, yeah. Like, oh just they used like to have at the matter interacting home. creating this like world of it yeah yeah that would be and i mean it yeah. doesn't have to be constantly happening but like if you're walking by and you see it happen you know mm-hmm. that's amazing so like every you know couple minutes you know something happens and that's neat right maybe not 24 7 but enough to create kinetic energy yeah at any given time so i think this is one of the coolest centerpieces that we've ever come up with i really want to talk about the the lands though mm-hmm. yeah. because i want i want this to feel yeah. as cool. yes i agree talk to us about your struggles about placing earth tanner so we can help you out with that a little bit so with earth i have the like idea of these like giant stone structures and like vines bursting as like stone meets forest but like i've been having a hard time like attaching ip necessarily to it that wouldn't fit better somewhere else whenever i think like that there's a hard time placing ip that's always a good time to refer back to like the original six 
You know, like you can stick Goofy anywhere. You can stick yeah. Donald anywhere and get, you know, so you could always do that. Mm-hmm. You know, because I know you mentioned the mining thing with the dwarves, and that sounds awesome. That sounds like a great way to to incorporate Earth. But yeah, there's already the Snow White thing. The snow, the the one ride though um, is on the East Coast, is over Florida, so you could probably get away with Seven Dwarves having a yeah. mining experience. Honestly, it would be fine. <laughs> yeah. But if not, it could be like Goofy's mine, and then that could yeah. you know lead into things like how would Goofy's mine work? Like obviously, there's going to be issues there if Goofy was running yeah, a mine, like falling <laughs> mine know? shafts and stuff is like you're yeah. going through. I think that would be a really fun like coaster riding in like a mine cart through it. And at yeah. first it's just wacky and yeah. fun, and then you get the thrills of trying to escape the collapsing mine. Yeah, because like he didn't <laughs> like build the the shaft to code or whatever. <laughs> the Goofy versus OSHA experience. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's a really good idea. Um, but I think we're not just gonna want one ride in that land. Yeah, no, we're gonna need more. Right. No. So we're focusing on mine rides, but is there something else that incorporates the idea of Earth? Could you that's- do something like they used to have a Universal that earthquake ride? Right? Could you do like an earthquake mm-hmm. type thing? Yeah. You could. Something that jumps to mind too would be something along the lines of a soaring over the world style thing where we're like projected out in front of us, like a Star Tour is almost an esque adventure through the earth, right? Like through all of the different So kinds. like journey journey to the center of the earth kind of a thing? That's what I was gonna suggest. Yeah, almost ex- yeah, like the Disney Sea has a journey to the center of the earth ride. And if you could incorporate elements of that where they're delving down and they find monsters and all that kind of crazy stuff. Yeah, that would be cool. And yeah, you could do that in that style, Eric. Or you could, you know, make that a coaster or really that right. would work for any ride type what brock is saying a journey to the center of the earth and that way you're incorporating like other elements yeah. too, particularly fire mm-hmm. with that one as you're going into the core i feel us pulling a lot towards fire yeah <laughs> which is super cool well that's the thing is like fire's the one that like everything it feels like fire and water are the two that it feels like everything comes back to <laughs> yeah yeah they're inherently kinetic and that helps mm-hmm. yeah having like the like play area for kids be in like a land place where they can dig and like do like a walkthrough of like giant gems and stuff would be a fun area for them that's yeah. not necessarily like a high thrill ride but it's something that could even be the dwarves oh yeah that could be themed to like seven dwarves like mining yeah. kids play area yeah I think there's also room for like a combo here where we explore like maybe like a jungle book or a Winnie the Pooh Mm -hmm. type like a forest earth and like not looking so much just at the stone maybe is a way to get more different attractions in there. I don't know exactly. Gotcha. Yeah. Jungle book feels a little closer for me. Well, when you said Winnie the Pooh, did you mean like the hundred acre woods? Yeah. Okay. Gotcha. (laughs) But I think the Jungle Book is closer to what I'm picturing of, like, the stone meets jungle breaking through vine areas. So, like, maybe, like, a dark ride through the Jungle Book where we experience different show songs and scenes from it. I agree. I think that sounds fun. Cool. Yeah, I think that'd be a lot of fun. Let's talk about water, baby. 
for water, like I said, I had the idea for like that Atlantis ride. I also thought this might be a good place for Jake's crush coaster. <laughs> because yeah, it, it would be. Refer back to our roller coaster episode. Go listen now. <laughs> yeah, we're really going to be like pushing that one. I feel like it comes up a lot. Is like people are like, well, this could work here too. And then the underwater dining experience. You could honestly even make it a place for your Lilo and Stitch ride. Oh, yeah, that's true, too. Yeah, that would work. Yeah, the surfing Lilo and Stitch ride that we talked about in our Bring Your Own Pitch Thanksgiving episode. Go check it out. (laughs) (laughs) I think water is kind of in a good spot like there's room for a lot of stuff that we've talked about i love obviously i had a similar (laughs) idea in the atlantis thing i think it's a great thing i really 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 obviously am obsessed with the underwater experience and putting a restaurant underwater yeah that's phenomenal thank you that's actually an idea we've had a couple times now putting a restaurant underwater and every time we get so excited i have several times just been like let's just put it (laughs) well it's just one of those things where it's like how can we make this seafood restaurant disney we'll make it underwater yeah (laughs) so i guess my question is aesthetically the different (laughs) parts of the park what do they have that like stands out right so earth presumably you know you wanted to put a bit of a forest maybe like rocks mountains that kind of yeah yeah like a mountain would be cool Water is typically flat, so how does that, you know... It could be like a big fountain. Water falls and fountains, too, incorporating and then kind yeah, of just keeping cool. it move with, like, what we talked about, the LED lights on the ground, making it look like the water's running under you, but also all around you, dipping and diving with fountains and lots of, like, water squirting out of, like, statues and stuff like that. Yeah. Cool. And architecturally, I think you could build water on a more windy kind of path, more circular. Yeah. Yeah. Like, soft edges. It can meander a little bit. Around everything. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So that, like, water, while, like, it may be flat on the surface tension level, I always think of it as constantly sweeping around and moving. Well, Eric brings up a good point with that, with, like, if each path was literally constructed to look like that, so if it looks like that mm-hmm. the like it's water that's flowing, or in the earth section, if it looks like it was actually carved, mm-hmm. or in the fire section, if it looks like it was a path that was like burned out, yeah, you know, like maybe along the edges, you see like scruffy black, you know, uh, where trees got burned or whatever. Yeah, I love that. Yeah, and that's the kind of detail that Disney would and could bring yeah Yeah, absolutely this is like more than the rides and attractions this is the stuff that excited me about the idea of the park was like the the visuals of it is i was like i feel like it's something where people would be like i have to go and see that in person it looks magical i think i think the four of us all have that in common of that's what we love about disney so much it's like yeah the rides are awesome but the actual details and the immersion is what really makes it Mm -hmm. for me yeah Mm-hmm. Yeah, the artistry yeah. of it, and I think this is a really cool park to let the Imagineers just go insane. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah. when I went to Disneyland most weekends, at least a third half of the time, I wouldn't go on anything. Yeah. I would just go to the park and hang out and look around at mm-hmm. stuff. Like, I'd hit, like, a favorite or two, maybe. Like, I'd go hit up, like, Mr. Toad real quick just to chill, but, like, I would just, like, go hang out and like Carnation Square or the Square and just like absorb the atmosphere. Yeah, I love it. Yeah. 
I was thinking about, you know, if we're talking about, like, the water path being, like, swirly and stuff like that, you can do, like, the earth path, like, carved out of stone, very 90-degree mm-hmm. kind of angles moving around, and I like the idea of, like, the fire kind of more jaggedy. Yeah. Like, they're still, like, direct angles, but they're, like, not set 90 degrees. There's, like, some, like, and there's, like, vertical abrupt vertical and horizontal movement in fire because that's kind of you think of that's how fire moves is kind of chaotically jumping from one place Mm -hmm. to another i think would be a cool way to designate those three parts Mm -hmm. another thing i think i'd like to do with the water too is if we could make little shallow ditches you know they only have to be an inch or two deep on Mm -hmm. either side of the walk that just literally has actual flowing water as you're walking on either side of the sidewalk just an inch or two deep. Like, you see that at, like, putt-putt golf courses, you know, where mm-hmm. there's, like, a little section where there's just really shallow water flowing. I yeah. think that would be pretty neat. And you could have bridges everywhere, like, going over rivers and stuff. Yeah, and I love that, too, because that can incorporate, like, yeah. your waterfalls are splashing into these puddle areas and cycling through. I think that's really fun. Yeah. Yeah, that'd be really neat. I love it. Cool. So I guess then we should talk about the fire. All right. Fire, fire, fire. So just like the things to recap what I said I had, it was like, I think like a ride where you're like riding through the water journey to the center of the earth actually was a big inspiration for this of like escaping Taka and this fire monster thing would be really fun Mm -hmm. to me as a big ride in this part. And then I wanted to incorporate like a fire dancing show I thought would be really fun. Like, oh, nice. it's like, uh, like performance thing. And then the obviously open fire restaurant. And then the Maleficent dragon ride is something Jackie actually was like, what if you did that? And I was like, that's cool. That's a different type of fire than you initially mm-hmm. think, which I like kind of yeah. giving the park some extra layers visually. Yeah. Yeah. I like it. Yeah. So I think your rides are pretty flawless for the, uh, mm-hmm fire section at least yeah, yeah i really like what you have going on with fire the only thing that i want to see out of this park that we haven't talked about is maybe a ride that covers all four sections yeah mm-hmm. and that's what i was touching on with the show but i think maybe also having a ride that incorporates them all could be very cool yeah. and mind-blowing i think for an ip for that ride you would be perfect place to do a sorcerer mickey yeah i know he's used a lot but he's just kind of he's kind of creating all this elemental magic coming together what if sorcerer mickey is teaching sorcery sorcerer donald and sorcerer goofy other elements <laughs> of magic that would be fun <laughs> mini donald and goofy and all then that's how we get him like so he's teaching goofy earth magic and that's how we get goofy in the mine earth section yeah. in the mines and stuff. Yeah, it would be cool to see mickey as the sorcerer and those three as the apprentices yeah. instead of mickey mm-hmm. just yeah. always being the apprentice uh, yeah yeah what if that's the story behind the park is yeah. that mickey has ascended finally to sorcerer and no longer a sorcerer's a- apprentice yeah, that could be a really cool idea. And that could be like the into our Fantasmic show, too, is like fully elemental Mickey is introducing it and stuff like that. He's like, oh, boy, guys, I've ascended to, to deity. Well, I do want to keep, though, the Frozen stuff in that. Yeah, yeah I like yeah, that absolutely. Frozen stuff. I don't think the show needs to change. It's okay. more just like an introduction yeah. element. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Here are my friends. Like back end. He can pitch it as coming into contact with these spirits allowed him to get all these new powers that he can share. Yeah. 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 
Yeah, I think that's cool. The ride that incorporates all four of them can have kind of a uh, phantasmic or a philhar magic. That kind of, it's the main gang, and they're just kind of being goofy and silly, mm-hmm. and silly things are happening, and it's a very fun, lighthearted ride. Yeah. I love I love those. I agree. I think that'd be super fun, is like a ride where we can kind of incorporate like big waves and splashes, and also like moments where it feels like it's flying, and moments where we're like getting blasted with fire and whatnot. Mm-hmm. We kind of skipped over it, but aesthetically, the fire. So didn't you mention a volcano? A volcano was one of the ideas that I had of kind of like that molten lava felt like coursing through the ground would be cool as a way to do fire that Mm -hmm. isn't just like giant fire everywhere. Yeah. But I also yeah, thought I love like, that. stuff like that would be cool. We've been talking about uh, Phantasmic a lot, and one of the things that that makes me think of is when they set the lake on fire. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That would be cool. That's a moment, man. Yeah, like a burning pond or lake or something yeah. would look really neat in the fire section. Mm-hmm. Cool. So we've got three of the four sections, and yeah. we've also kind of got the, the middle. So I guess finally we should talk about air, right? Yes. Yeah. So I'm guess I guess I'm a little confused. Is the park laid out in like thirds and then air is above that? That's what I was picturing. Okay. Is thirds with In that air case, above I'm it. worried about the supports. Yeah. Yeah. Um and that they would just kind of get in the way of all the cool images of the rest of the park. Okay. So I was what do you guys think? Would there? Do you think? I personally would like to see air as its own fourth section, but then you could also I have agree. things up okay. in the sky, and maybe yeah. that's how you get to them is from the air section. Yeah, and I even think that air is like higher up, so like you have to go up a hill to get to air or something, just so it's not not like a huge hill, mm-hmm. but it is lifted a little bit above the rest of yeah. the park. So it still feels up in the sky, and I still love the platforms, but mm-hmm. I'm just worried that the rest of the park would be cast in shadow, and there'd be these big yeah, beams that yeah. kind of... <laughs> I just think that might work better if it's in its own quarter of the park, because then you can design everything around it in a more flowy air-type way, where everything connects to each other a little bit easier. I kind of like the idea of air just being all around us, and maybe have like one thing... Yeah like the Zephyr ride or whatever, that touches on it. To me, that kind of takes away from the mix of all four. Yeah, I agree. Right, because it, if it's if all four of the elements are separate, and this is one element, this is, and, you know, because we're doing that with the three, and then air is its own special thing, that, to me, takes away from what's special about the four of them coming together. I think if the four of them are presented as equal but different, and then they come together, that's really interesting. But right now, it's literally air is above all of the rest. So when they all come together, it's less impressive than just air normally is. I have to agree with Brock. It feels like you're dragging air down to the rest of them rather than combining them into something greater. That's fair. I mean, I buy that. I don't know that this is necessarily an issue we have to tackle right now, but this is just something to be aware of. I would say regardless, I don't want any of the air section on the ground, though, is what... Oh, yeah, no, right. Absolutely. I just think you put it in its own quarter of the park. Yeah. And then, yeah, up there, the Zephyr ride. And I thought, like, a Treasure Planet flying ship section would be really fun to have. (laughs) Yeah. I think that'd be awesome. So, Tanner, how do you feel about your park? I feel really good about my park. Thank you guys for helping kind of, like, bring to life how we would do some of these things. What really drew me in were the visuals of it. 
And I think that's really what we hammered in on and then found some good rides to kind of support that and make it also stand as yeah. more than just a visual masterpiece. I'm really proud of the center of the park. I think the castle with the towers that we have is like really cool. You know, I, I'm excited about all four of these parks. I think yeah. we just need to make a new Disney World somewhere, maybe in the Midwest, <laughs> I agree. so it's closer to us, and these will be our four parks that we start with. Speaking of all four parks, just so that listeners are reminded before they vote on our Twitter poll, let's go back through each of yes. them to make sure that everybody remembers what they did. Brock. Yeah, so mine was the Land of Myths and Legends that incorporated different myths, folk tales, and legends from different cultures throughout the world. Very nice. Jake. Mine was the yet untitled Art Park, where we celebrate all of the different styles of art, be it live performance uh, in theater or the written word and poetry, or of course the visual arts, such as sculpture, painting, etc. That wasn't the name of your park, Jake. It's that was the name park. of my park, Tanner. No, it's you're wrong. Park. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody's going to vote for my park now Speaking because of, of you. <laughs> next was mine, which was Disney's Waters of the World, celebrating water in all of its various forms, conservation forward, mixture of real world and Disney IP. Uh, and mine was Disney's Elemental Empire, which we just talked about, a celebration of the elements air, fire, earth and water and them coming together yes very cool so follow us on twitter like us on facebook follow us on instagram vote on that twitter poll and we will come back to your favorite at a later date and really put it to put it to the grind for those of you that love us diving into the minutiae of hours of operation that'll be your favorite episode yet (laughs) yeah it's gonna be great i cannot wait to talk about operating as we discussed how many quick service restaurants we need (laughs) yeah how many bathrooms (laughs) a double episode also means double lightning round i was afraid you were going to say that which means we will have three polls for listeners to vote on <laughs> when this comes out. Happy New oh my. Year! It's a democracy, babies. Go out and vote. It's the lightning round. All right, I am spinning the wheel. The wheel of lightning. Spin, 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 spin. And we have... A walkthrough attraction themed to Wally. Oh, okay. Boy. Yep. Okay. Deal with it. That looks okay. like Jake. Fuck. Go ahead, Jake. <laughs> it is mine. I get to choose what I want, and you will all have to deal with it and suffer the consequences. So my uh, pitch for the walkthrough is it's going to be Wally's world that he lives in by himself, where it's just the mountains of garbage everywhere. And you can tour and walk through the garbage and you can end up in Wally's little house that he lives in that he makes. And you can look at all of his fun little stuff that he collects on his shelves. And eventually you will walk through to the end where the rocket lands and Eve will make an appearance. And that will be my walkthrough Wally attraction, the garbage dystopia. Yes. So, America 2020. (laughs) Topical. Relevant. I'm next. So, uh, my walkthrough is also going to be on Trash Planet, except you are helping Wally pick up trash the entire time. You are given uh, a little 
<laughs> one of those uh, pokey things. One of those pokey things. <laughs> you have like a trash bag. And you are interacting with the world. And the message being, pick up your damn trash. <laughs> Everybody on Earth. Don't litter. It's a fine. That's okay. That's fine. Uh, will the guests also be wearing orange jumpsuits? And will your ride just be on the side <laughs> of a highway somewhere? <laughs> <laughs> Hey, Jake, I've been that guy in an orange jumpsuit picking up trash on the side of the highway. And yes, everybody has to live my pain. The pain but that you I didn't brought have a little myself. robot friend. Everybody waits in line to get on the ride, but the ride is just like a corrections facility bus. And then it just takes them out of the park onto the highway. Brock. All right, so my walkthrough is going to take place on the Axiom, the spaceship from the film. Uh, that is a really cool setting, and there's a lot of really great locations. Um, so you're walking through, and you get to see that big atrium where all the shops and the pool are, and you get to see what looks like people whizzing past on those little chairs and lots of robots busy and doing work. And you get to walk through iconic locations from the film. Um, and then at the end, it's when it starts to tilt and tip, and things go a little bit wonky. All right. All right. I like it. Tanner, are you excited to go last? Yeah, actually, I can make this work. All right. So my walkthrough attraction is going to focus specifically on the captain's room of the Axiom, uh, where we are going to realize that actually an evil robot has been making the humans lazy. And we're going to kind of go through that final scene of Wally confronting the villain of the ride autopilot. And that will be my walkthrough attraction, exploring the different things. You can take a turn steering the ship as things are going on all around you. It's wacky. It's fun. Nice. I'd like to be told how much wacky fun I'm going to have before I do something. (laughs) I'm sorry, Eric. I had to pick the smallest area possible to make it different than everybody's. <laughs> <laughs> so, gang, that was our lightning round. Yeah. And you know what that means it's time for? What is it time for, Brock? The end of the episode. <laughs> to get the hell out of here. <laughs> so, Tanner, it looks like that crane is lifting up our Instagram. That crane is lifting up main underscore street underscore musings. Hey, Jake. Our Facebook got in the cement mixer. Do you mean Facebook.com slash Main Street Musings? And Eric, you got to make sure to wear your hat when you're around that Twitter. Your hat? It's a helmet. I meant to say helmet. Hard hat? (laughs) Hard hat, yeah. Eric, you can leave your hat on, baby. Our Twitter is at MSM underscore podcast. All right. And I'm Brock. <laughs> Make sure to write, to rate us five stars, review us, all that good stuff. We love you all so long. And maybe call the hospital for Eric, who had a stroke. <laughs> <laughs> don't, don't forget to go vote on our, uh, our, our episodes. I am so excited yeah. to see what all six of you vote for. We hope you had a happy new year. So, yeah, welcome happy new year. Welcome to 2021, babies. Yeah. Yeah, welcome to 2021.